Hi, and welcome to the Vancouver Life Podcast. This podcast is created to answer the most talked about questions when it comes to navigating the Vancouver real estate market. I'm your host, Dan Wartell, a licensed agent and accredited real estate investment advisor based here in Vancouver, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ryan Dash. Hi, Dan. I'm also a local realtor, an exhausted father of two, husband of one, and really happy to be here. Let's get right into today's episode. Vancouver home prices increased for a second month in a row. And basically every metric out there tells us that we are well into a seller's market. And yet this is a little bit artificially inflated due to the fact that inventory is so incredibly low. Truth be told, multiple scenarios are running rampant right now, sometimes into the double digits and still new listings are basically running at decade lows. We're going to dive into all these numbers today and tell you exactly what happened with pricing as well when it comes to the real estate market here in GBRD in the month of March. And when you listen to all this and you're curious, well, what does that mean for my scenario? Should I be buying now? Should I be selling? Do I hold off? What's right? What's wrong? Well, we're more than happy to answer any of those questions. Feel free to reach out to us using any of the contact information below. Let's dive right into it. Today, we're talking about the real estate numbers for March for GBRD. As we always do, we're going to start off with sales volumes. How many homes sold last month? That number is 2,535, a massive decrease of 42% from last March. But let's pull out and pull back a little bit here because last March, if you remember, was basically the blow off top when it came to sales volumes last year. So sure, this March well below that, but we are talking about a absolute peak in our reference here. Still though, let's be honest, sales are low. No question about it. We're about uh, 28% below our 10 year seasonal average. But this is a, another way of framing it up and, and another important metric to reference. So last month was the highest sales volumes we have seen in nine months. So while things are low, it definitely shows that, hey, things are picking up in sales volumes and to the tune of a nine-month high. This brings us back to what sales volumes were like back in June of 2022. I think it's also probably pretty prudent to say that just because sales are low does not mean it's slow. <laughs> it's quite, you know, we're seeing a lot of competition. We're seeing, you know, open houses with 50 plus groups come through. We're seeing a ton of activity. And uh, just because it's not coming up on paper doesn't mean that the action's not there. It is. We just, again, I mean, we've talked about how inventory's the story for, I don't know, a year now and probably will for some time. But, uh, you know, it's pretty evident around activity. Anyhow, from lots of sellers asking questions, we're, we're, you know, our phones are ringing off the hooks right now. So a lot of people wondering what's going on. And uh, like Dan said, you know, Definitely reach out because it's it's happening. Um, getting into some uh, new listings here. Uh, Four thousand three hundred and seventeen uh, for the month of March. Uh, it's a thirty six percent decrease compared to March twenty twenty two. That is twenty two percent below the ten year average, uh, which is around fifty five hundred. So there's very few people that are listing. Uh, listings were up only about 870 units prior uh, from the month prior, sorry. And uh, listing amounts have increased um, three months in a row, which is typical for the season, but 
we're not getting the amount anywhere near that we need. And I think Dan will touch on that here. Inventory is the story, and I am a broken record because we touch on this every month now for about seven, eight months. Yet it's still true, and it is the probably one of the most defining factors to what we're feeling out there in the marketplace. So inventory today sets, or sorry, at the end of March, sat at about 8,600. It's an increase. It's up about 10% from the previous month, and uh, it's about an 8% increase from where we were one year ago. But the reality is we're 17% below our 10-year average. And what's most unique here is this is the fourth month in a row where inventory is below 9,000. This is rare. It's so rare, in fact, that we've only seen it in three other markets that were red hot. That was 2016, 2017, and 2021. So when you compare what was happening in those three hot markets, those three hot years that we had the same inventory and those saw double digit appreciation rates for home prices. Where is that setting us up for this year? It's different. Of course, it's vastly different because yes, interest rates were lower during those hot seasons. And yet some of the metrics that we're seeing right now are emulating those previous super hot markets. So if nothing else, it's a very interesting marketplace and we are set up for a super interesting April. And, uh, you know, we're five days in here, we're recording this, we're already seeing something interesting happen, but we'll get into that a little later on. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the sales to active ratio, again, this is a, a really good, uh, look at how red hot our market is. Um, 31% is the overall sales to active ratio. And that's a big number because that's up 18% in the last two months the highest ratio in 10 months. So this is almost back to April 2022 numbers, which was a very, very hot time. In fact, um, the last time we saw sales to active ratios that were this high, interest rates were at 0.5%. And yet here we are today with a very similar buying behavior, buying sentiment, uh, and we've got a five in front of that number. in terms of your your mortgage borrowing rates. Sorry, your interest rates are going to be a little bit lower than that. But nevertheless, all property types in this seller's market, uh, 23% for detached homes, 37% for townhomes, and 35% for apartments. So you can definitely see here how townhomes and apartments are leading the way, largely based on their affordability and the fact that there's just so many more of them than there are single-family homes. I think that single-family home metric, Dan, is going to continue to rise. And I think as we get into things like the Plex plan and understanding what you can do as the utility for single-family homes continues to increase going into next year, especially here locally, I think we'll see that number rise. I I definitely will agree with that. And amazing to think that we we spent about six or seven months in balanced market. And then within two months, we're deep in a seller's market. Like it's just turned on a dime here. Very fascinating. It really shows you too, Dan, hey, how psychological these markets are. Because I, I mean, when you, when you have interest rates that were 0.5% and now they're up 425 bips and you're like, the, the, the psychology, the, the math is completely different, but the psychology is still pushing forward. It's, it's incredible. Anyhow. Yeah. It, it, there's no joke, or no joke. There's no surprise here that people prefer to buy in a market where prices are going up mm-hmm. and as backwards as that sounds, 
it's completely understandable because it's almost like you're buying into a confident market. Nobody wants to buy and see their home go down. They'd rather buy when they feel like it's going to go up the following month. So here we are. Uh, prices are going up. Buyers are coming back out to the marketplace here. And also, I think, to be honest, too, uh, sellers are starting to come back a bit here. Like We're seeing inventory pile up a little bit here in the first week of, of April. And it's because they're starting to see the prices increase and maybe get to the point where they are happy with what the uh, potential sale price. Because when things are going down, they understand it's going to be hard to get their price. And of course, now that we're seeing multiple offers, one in every four, one in every three homes are selling over asking price, sellers are going to start to feel like they're going to be able to obtain a sale price that works for them and start to come into the marketplace as well. So let's let's talk about those prices. We did mention right off the top that prices have increased for the second month in a row. This is true. We'll start off with HPI. This is the one that the media reports on. It increased last month by $20,000. The average home, as far as the HPI index is concerned, currently sitting at $1,144,000. That's up 1.8% just last month alone. And don't forget, this is coming off of a 1.1% increase in February. So we're up almost 3% in just two months. That's what typical markets do in a full year. So the average home is up $34,000 in just the last two months. We are, of course, down from this time last year. Let's not forget, April was the peak as far as all-time pricing goes, and we're sitting at March is what we're comparing to. So if you bought uh, that same home last year, you'd be down about 9.5%. So we are down year over year. Uh, interesting, because of this recent increase, though, the 2.9% in increase we've just seen, HPI is now down only 10% off of the all-time peak. Let's dive a little deeper. We also like to look at the median prices here. Median, up, excuse me, median went up $20,000 as well to $950,000. Median homes are now only 5% off of the all-time high pricing that we saw last year. And median is up $80,000 over just the last oh three months. Goodness. So we're sitting at a 10-month high in median prices right now. We're above where we were back in May of 2022 as far as the median price goes. And lastly, let's look at average pricing too. Average prices increased by $47,000 last month. We're sitting at $1,269,000 today. It's up $102,000 in just the last two months. And just like median, we are sitting at a 10-month high back to May 2022 prices. And what's fascinating is that there's a number of metrics here, like the sales to active listings ratio that Ryan just mentioned, that are sitting at 9 to 10-month highs. And that's when the interest rates were at 1%. And here we are at 4.5%. So we've got buying power that realistically is still down 30 plus percent. We've got home prices that are off about 10%. And yet the market has absorbed this. The Vancouver real estate market is so resilient that we're seeing prices rise again in an environment that technically shouldn't allow for it. But here we are once again, seeing things potentially taking off uh, again up. Um, gosh, where are we up 34,000 bucks in just the last two months? You know, you look at these things and I, I think we learn a lot about behavior from price. Um, and, you know, this is starting, Dan, to me, any, anyways, it's, it's starting to look like a recovery. It's starting to look like, um, I don't want to call the bottom, but I mean, $102,000 in two months. I, I, geez, that's, uh, that's, that's a huge increase 
all things considered. Now, I know he came down and tumbled pretty hard off of uh, 2022, but, you know, I, I, I feel like we're going to see some, maybe a, maybe a, a V-shaped recovery here. It's going to happen sooner than we think, which may spell different news for the Bank of Canada in terms of what they'll do with their interest rates. So again, we're not out of the, out of the woods yet with, with interest rate hikes in my opinion. Uh, but we'll see this. It's, it's a ever changing story as, as we can clearly see here. Um, when we look at days on market, uh, this is also very indicative. We're now sitting at 13. So roughly taking two weeks to sell your home on average, if it's priced to market, this is down um, from 14 last month, but it was 30 days, two months ago. So we've halved the amount of time it takes to sell your home. And we're seeing prices increase at a significant portion or, or uh, increments. So, uh, you know, at, at this pace, it's going to continue to get more and more competitive, in my opinion. It's all Absolutely. Yeah, and we're seeing, you know, you may remember just a, a few months ago, we were talking about that that spread between buyer and seller expectation and how wide it was. Buyers wanted or, or basically believed that the market was just going to continue to drop and were lowballing a lot of properties while sellers were still stuck in March of 2022 land thinking they're going to be able to get these numbers that just weren't possible anymore. And now when you've got one in four or one in three homes selling over the asking price, when you're going to an open house, like the one I went to last week at Fairview that had 70, seven zero groups come through a one bedroom home, you can tell that, Hey, that spread, it's gotten really tiny now. And sometimes it's even gone upside down. And of course you're, you're offering over ask. So uh, the buyers and sellers are starting to see a little bit more eye to eye. There's been a complete power shift. The dynamic is moving very quickly back into sellers as is very indicative of our sales to active listings ratio. Every asset class, every home type is technically in a seller's market. And sure, it's a unique market because of how low the inventory is. But at the end of the day, if you've got 70 people fighting over one property and only one of them is going to get it, well, there's another 69 groups plus all the new ones shopping next week. So this is setting us up for what looks to be a hyperactive April in at least viewership, people going to look at properties. The sales volumes will increase as well though we're not seeing as much inventory hit the market yet. Yes, I said inventory is climbing, but we're still here April 5th and we haven't crossed that 9,000 threshold. I can't imagine it's going to happen for five months in a row being an all-time record, but this market never ceases to amaze or seem to set new records all the time. So it's completely possible. You know, Dan, uh, the five-year government Canadian bond is still sitting here at 2.8% today. So we're beneath 3%. Uh, it's since people started calling for rate cuts is when we started to see 2.7, 2.8% in the five-year Canadian government bond. And we're about a week out from the next interest rate hike announcement. Now a lot can change. Uh, Bond market is typically a little slower in that respect. So tell me, Dan, based on everything we just reported on, what's your feeling in terms of uh, the bank of Canada announcement when it comes to interest rates? Super good question because, you know, they had just mentioned at the last announcement that they're basically done for the year and markets were pricing in rate reductions at probably by Q3, Q4. Now we've got incredibly strong employment. We know the immigration numbers. We're seeing housing now tick up and we've got GDP increasing and basically sitting well above, well above where it was pre pandemic. That the 
I don't envy Tiff. Obviously, this is a very tough <laughs> yeah. position to be in. You're getting yeah. pulled very hard in two di- two completely different directions here. I still think, based on how much interest payments are affecting, obviously homeowners and well businesses, most importantly, which are going to drive the economy further, that they cannot increase right now at all. My money is on a hold for April 12th. I don't think we're going to see any movement. And that will, of course, keep stability in the housing market to a degree. And ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm sorry, but that's going to keep prices in its upward trajectory. I don't think we're going to see 2% for April, but could we see one? Uh, Yeah, that seems very plausible. I don't disagree with just about anything you said there, (laughs) largely. I, I I feel like the Bank of Canada has a decision to make. They can either help propagate price stability and not change anything, or they can continue the fight against inflation. But our last inflation print was a lot lower than expectations. So to some degree, you know, and I, and I think we got to remember a year ago, to, a year ago this month, or maybe in a month from now, we were at more or less peak uh, inflation rates. Right. So I, I tend to think that we're still working through a lot of the 425 basis point hike that happened last year. I don't think we've seen all of that play out yet. I think we have, despite a lot of the robust numbers, again, we know job numbers came out and they were super strong, but how many of those jobs were really, you know, uh, high paying jobs where people are going to, you know, forever earn more in that capacity versus, say, a temporary job because, you know, restaurants are staffing up knowing that the spring is coming and they're temporary. So I, I still think we'll, we'll, we'll probably see at least across the nation, probably, uh, some more, some, uh, some more influence from what's happened with the interest rate hikes and the business cycle. Uh, and again, with you, Dan, I, I still think that the bank is going to hold because I, I don't think they've seen everything play out yet the way they would like to before they can make another decision. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. So maybe let's wrap up here on a little bit of advice for the buyers and the sellers out there. And obviously, you know, we're talking to a mass audience here, so this is general advice, but typically for buyers right now, things are moving quickly. So the best thing you can do if you're in the market to buy is pay very close attention to listings as they hit the market. We've got maybe one in five or so right now on average, uh, new listings that are actually holding offers. So in that case, either way, you want to get in early. And if you like it, start performing that due diligence in advance. So you might be able to put forth a very clean offer. And if not, if they're not holding and you get in early and you like it, well, you may beat out the competition by getting that offer in on day one or two. We're seeing quite a bit of that now. So again, that'll help give you that inside edge. And for sellers, definitely worth looking at the market now. You know, what is your house worth and does it uh, achieve a number that works for you? Because days on market is two weeks and we are definitely seeing a need for product. We have more buyers lined up begging for product right now than we have sellers. So if it's something that you've been considering, the market's now in your favor. It's a seller's market. So it might be worth considering. Feel free again to, to reach out if it's something that you'd like to explore. Uh, we'll happily talk about what your price could be if you sold in this marketplace. I think my, my only piece of advice to add to that, Dan, is that the strategies are changing too. So, you know, in the last nine months, sellers were kind of pegging their home where they wanted it to sell. We're now seeing that 
that change. We're now seeing property to sometimes getting listed beneath its value to drive more of these buyers to the properties. So sellers strategy is a big part of getting your number. And then number two for buyers, pay close attention to whether they are holding offers or not. If they are holding offers, chances are the strategy is that it's been listed very sharp to get you in there. So that doesn't mean it's necessarily a representation of its actual value. So start preparing yourself. We've seen these markets before and we know how to act in them, right? So again, if you're a buyer, you got a $500,000 budget and you're starting to see things sell over, maybe start shopping and looking at listings that are 460, 470. So you have a little bit of room to move. Very sage advice and coming from someone who has lived through a number of these markets already. So appreciate it as always for tuning into this episode. Please have an awesome day. That wraps up this edition of the Vancouver Life Podcast. For more information on this podcast and to access a ton of free downloads, investment opportunities, current market info, and homes for sale, you can find it all at www.thevancouverlife.com. Thanks, and we look forward to bringing you more podcasts about Vancouver real estate.